Welcome back to another edition of the Los Pointies Podcast. Curtis, it was a week to remember because we were all over Flash and Roll at Ridoso. Yes. How did we jump off of this horse? And how did this horse go off at 9-2 to win the Golden State Million? Sometimes you just try and be smarter than you should be. <laughs> I think it was, and we just analyzed that work uh, that we oh, talked man. about before. I think uh, another thing I, I've gained much more respect for apolitical pence yes who uh, i i didn't think was in the upper tier but that horse continues to run he ran third there in the golden state million final so uh it's all about the gate speed you got to respect yes. the gate speed. i mean he he doesn't make any mistakes no nope. uh, I, mean, I think that was the key i think when he first came i thought okay here's a horse that, that's quick from the gate but let's see how he does going 400 but uh yeah he outworked flash and roll there and and i i think i i just got off of there but Luckily, I got back on just in time and uh, got the big check with her. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a flash and roll there, taking the Golden State main futurity win. Gr Carter with the with the backwards flip there in the winner circle. Yes, it's always uh, you know he's getting a little older. Yes, so uh, he he does the backflip sparingly, and he didn't land. Uh, he didn't stick the landing. No. kind of had a little backward roll, but uh, I mean, anytime you get to see that in person, it's pretty special. So, what's flash and roll record now? Was it? Two, three wins and four starts. I want to say. I, I believe so. Right? Um, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, it might be three and four because he won the I trial. Think, yeah, three out of four. And then he he didn't fire in the final. Yeah. He came back and won another trial. But didn't make quali- the final. Didn't qualify. Then won a trial. So it might be four or five. Or four for five. Four yeah, for five. You're yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah, four for five for flash and roll. Looking forward to that one returning in the two million trials mm-hmm. in just about two weeks time now. Yep. Two weeks into, two weeks away for the 2 million futurity trials. We're just one week away from the Bank of America mm-hmm. AQHA Challenge Championships. It's always a, a fun, fun event when we can host it here at Los Al. But that brings along a free buckle for the first yes. 2,400 in attendance. The buckle's in high demand already. Uh, and it's a pretty nice buckle. It is. Yeah. I, I thought we couldn't top the first one yeah. we did. Yeah. And, and this one came out and... Uh, Thanks to the people over there at Montana Silversmiths. Yes. Uh, they came up with another great design. I, I think these are going to be a hot item. They are going to be hot. So make your make sure you make your way to Los Alamitos and be one of the first 2,400 paid admissions to get a free uh, AQHA championship belt buckle. And also, on that night, the on-track NHC qualifying handicapping contest. Looking forward to it. Uh, I can't play. You can't play. Nope. But George, Quarter GD is salivating already. Uh, you can bet that he'll have uh, two entries into that thing. Yes. And uh, he was, I think he's already paid one of his entries in there. You can you can already uh, go online, I believe, and, and get on. Uh, it's 400 to enter, and uh, 100 goes to the prize pool, 300 to play with. They're in, a, in the uh, live format. And if there's over 60 people, they'll have three seats uh, to the NHC championship there. Under, it'll, it'll be two seats. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that contest there on that night of uh of racing should be a good full night of quarter horse top to bottom so we got the bell buckling coming up we got the aqha championships we got nhc's going on anything else that we could talk about oh today no first mike smith will be here as well yes yes Mike Smith confirmed yes. he's going to be in attendance at Los Alamitos. We, we kind of got the little teaser last time. Yeah. It was just a rumor, but mm-hmm. he will be here signing autographs. I guess they're going to have posters 
uh, 25 bucks a person. Yeah. Uh, he'll sign a poster for you, and it's from uh, 8 to 9 p.m. And that is all to benefit the Sam Donson uh, Memorial Foundation. Yeah. So for a good cause. Um, so Mike Smith will be here at LaSalle. I don't know exactly where he's going to be at. Uh, we'll find out. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, we'll teeter it out where he's going to be located as far as in the grandstand-wise. Uh, but it's pretty compact grandstand. It'll be easy to find. Yeah, I'm sure they would probably put him maybe on the first floor. There, everybody coming in yeah. or possibly outside the Vessels Club. Yeah. Uh, I know they'll, they'll do some signings there. But uh, he'll be easy to find. He <laughs> don't worry. For sure, he'll be easy to find. That's for sure. Before we get into Sunday night's Golden State Million uh, a Super Derby card, excuse me, uh, the town policy is run. It's going to be running here on, the, on Saturday. We're recording this before the race is on Saturday. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the mystique or the Philly, the story behind town policy? Yeah, <coughs> town policy was a was a horse. I believe it was nineteen seventy seven or yes. Uh, uh, you know, it was a while ago for yeah. Blaine Schwanevelt mm -hmm. and. Town policy was the champion two-year-old, and then one day they go and the horse is kidnapped from the stall. Nobody knows where it is, and uh, the legend I've been told is Blaine Schwanevelt went on a on a horse hunt down in Mexico by himself and ended up finding Town Policy in a pasture. I mean, this is crazy. So, uh, only five days after winning the 1977 Fresno Futurity, he was stolen from his stall at Blaine Schwanevelt's barn in Stanton, California. They posted a $15,000 reward for information leading to the horse's return. Most rovers point, pointed to Mexico, where quota horse maturation is very pop, was very popular. Five months later, in 150 pounds lighter, the Little Bay Gelding was found in a Mexico cornfield. <laughs> Barely 10 weeks after that, Town Policy won the Los Alamitos Derby, <coughs> the West Coast's most prestigious quota horse race of three-year-olds, and he beat the field by two and a half lengths, setting a track record of 2160. How about that? I mean, that is uh, that's probably the the biggest tale we have here at Los Al. I mean, just think of super trainers, you know, getting in their truck. Yes. You could you imagine Bob Baffert, you know, getting in his truck? I, I gotta go down to Mexico <laughs> and find my yeah, horse. See you later, guys. Yeah. Uh, I gotta I gotta go on hunting. Uh, as far as I know, he was alone. So I mean. I mean, the, the I, I don't know all the details. The, I'm sure it's, I'm probably it's a the, heck of a story once we get the whole thing. You gotta feel like that. You know, it's. I'm pretty sure as the time has passed, that the story becomes even more mystique. But yes, to find him alone in a cornfield, the word was out that they were coming for him or yeah. whoever had him, right? Yeah. So let's just turn him loose and whatever. <laughs> I mean, how do you even? It just when I. That's what I. I always think of. How do you just get in your truck and start driving to Mexico? You go to Mexico. <laughs> There's, it's not like it's a one city. Like it's yeah. I, I mean, are you just going around like with a picture of uh, like a wind picture? Have you seen this horse? You know, yeah. like you know, they're speaking a different language. Yeah. As far as I know, Blaine didn't speak Spanish, I so I, I just can't believe that uh, he ended up doing it. Then he brings the horse back, yeah. and gets it right up. And I believe it was champion three year old yeah. and, and uh, winning the winning the race many more times. So so yeah, that happened in '77. He won. He won the the. He was you know he was stolen. He was found, returned. He won the the Los Alamitos Derby in 1984, and just an allowance in an in an allowance race. Um, he he took a bad step, uh, faded to the left, and then uh, actually brushed the inside rail. Uh, the vets later confirmed that he that night that the gelding had broken his shoulder and would have to be euthanized. So town policy was late to rest on the track of Los Alamitos and the infield the next day. So 
uh, yeah, he's buried in the infield at Los Alamitos. Yeah, I mean, definitely a horse worthy of having a race named after him. Uh, just one of those stories you always grow up in. So every time we have it, I, you just got to bring up that story. It, it's just, it's something you can't make up. It, you no, know, you can't. It, it's one of the all times. <laughs> For I, sure. I, I, I can't believe it. I, I couldn't imagine going and just trying to find a horse down there. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. So. Yeah. Yeah, hats off to Blaine. I, I can't believe he got that horse. And then just, you know, like I said, to get him back into racing shape is unbelievable. So that's a little bit about the story of why uh, Talent Policy is being honored. He's always, excuse me, obviously one of the greats. He won 22 races, including eight stakes races from 64 starts and earned over $862,000. That's when 800000 was a lot of money. Yes. A lot that's of money. That's doing so, it the hard way. Yeah, so Talent Policy there, honored on Saturday night with the Talent Policy uh, featured stakes event on Saturday. All right, before we dive into Sunday's Golden State, uh, uh, excuse me, Saturday's Super Derby card, let's take a quick break. We'll check in, make sure all the audio is nice and crisp, and we'll get back into the card and start looking at it. All right, we're back, and we're about to dive in Sunday's uh, Super Derby. Nine races on the card, Curtis. The winner earns a berth into the champion of champions. But my question to you is, are you going to pay up your other pizza bet this week. Yeah, you're killing me on these. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just planning ahead. I don't know if I should buy food before I get here. I'm just I'm just trying to plan ahead. What's going on? I will be paying on 2 million trial night. Okay. That will be the next pizza uh, I buy. I bought last uh, week. Yes, be thank good. you, That'll thank you. Hold us over. I think quarters of George was getting a little too sick of pizza, so I didn't <laughs> want to fire back with another one right away. So, uh, yeah, 2 million trial night, then you'll have your pizza. Uh, question. Go ahead. The, our... our is the boat going to be in the mix two straight weeks? Yes. The belt will be on the line uh, challenge night. Okay. And that's then right back again. The next week. Yes. And it'll be right wow. back again for $2 million. Uh, I'm Hopefully I can grab it back and then defend it right away. I don't want it to be there uh, <laughs> again uh, all the way till uh, kindergarten. So hopefully I can get it back and stay in my possession the rest of the year. All right. So now my question to you is... What would hurt more, to lose it and again back-to-back weeks? Essentially, Professor G keeps it for the next two, next two duels, or for you to win the first one and then Professor G to win it right back the next week. Definitely to lose both of them. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I at least got to win the first okay. one, or or win the second <laughs> yeah. one. That's the one that is the most important. If you can split the series, you'll be happy. Yeah, because uh, a, a real insider tip. Professor G gets the inside information when he does his yes, interviews he does. on Challenge Night. Yes, he does. So when he does, like, Cal Breeders Champion Night, uh, when he does Challenge Night, he gets to talk to these connections from out of state, and he can usually find uh, some pretty good prices. I can remember a long time ago, he dropped his biggest winner ever was uh, Texas Chatterbox. Really? For, like, I think it was $35 uh, the horse paid, and he was like, oh, well, you know, I was talking to the trainer yeah. when he came in. I was like, I, this is before I was really watching the races <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that well out of yeah. state, so... Uh, Professor G's tough on those nights. So we agreed that he has a slight edge on Champions Night. Yeah, uh, I would give the nod to him. I'll be fighting an uphill battle, okay. but uh, I will do my best, and hopefully the belt returns to Equibase Corner. All right, let's get to the business at hand on Sunday. First race, four furlong event, thoroughbreds for a $2,500 claiming tag. We got a field of six. I don't have the morning line in front of me, Curtis. But who is going to be your pick here in race number one? Uh, it's going to be the morning line favorite. It's going to be the two, Hadrosis guy, sitting at 2-1 to one here. Uh, drops from 3,200 down to 25, but it is uh, open here. Um, 
is going to have to contend with the three Dream On Brother and the six Run Bro Run for the lead. But I just love the race this horse ran last time. I thought it was a pretty powerful effort there at four and a half. Shortens up to four furlongs and draws the inside. And I love that Lorenzo Ruiz, every time uh, he wins a race, his next start out, he's 41%. Yeah, he's he's sharp. When he gets them sharp, they stay sharp. Yes. Uh, so I do agree that the two is going to be a top contender. I'm going to have him for second. My top pick is going to be the four. Awesome, awesome leap here. What's the morning on out here? Six to one. Ooh, six to one check I mark for me. I, I think this horse is very live. And you know why? Because I think that, that running line of Stumble Last Rider is going to look yeah. bad on the PPs. So a lot of players might be a little bit cautious. But this horse is in sharp form, has speed, uh, can also stalk from behind the pace and rally. So I like the little bit of versatility. Six to one, it's nice juicy price. We'll probably get bet down. But I think this horse could sit a good trip there off of that uh, trouble trip last time out. was only... Five to two against the Sharp Jin's journey last exactly. time out, right? Yeah. And the final clock, it was 50 and four there for a very sharp race. So drop in class, uh, a versatility, sharp form. I'm taking the four on top. The two is going to be my second choice, like I mentioned. But remember when Dream On Brother was duking it out and beating some of the best horse on the grounds going 870? Yes. So Dream On Brother there could be sharp. Uh, uh, second time off the layoff here. Kelly McDade gets aboard for the first time. I really like this horse. Uh, at a bit of a of, of an upset as well. What's the morning on this one? Five to two for Dream Up. Oh, okay, so a little bit lower there. So I'll go four, two, and three for me in race one. Yeah, uh, we're on the same page here. Uh, I went two, four, three. Uh, I like the four and second. Just like you said, stumbled and lost the rider. But, you know, Jen's journey uh, had been running lights out for my dad and then the Bowman uh, family there. Uh, it's going to drop again, and uh, you're going to get a nice price if this horse can just fire right back. You know, Pedman's uh, claiming price in half, and I think is going to have to set that stocking trip, like you said, uh, behind the two, uh, the three, and the six. And then Dream On Brother, uh, a horse, I think I was going to put the six in, but okay. I, finally, I changed it to the three Dream On Brother okay. because, uh, just like you said, been running against Devil's Informer, Rule He Will, Cow Cali Galchies, uh, Towards Light, Stoney's Mr. Cruiser. All these horses are really good 870 horses and drops into 2,500, so the class relief should help. And don't get me wrong, I am scared of the six. Rumber Run is my four choice. Three wins in a row, plenty of speed. There's lots of things to like about the six. Yeah. I just don't know if he's gonna make the lead in this field. So if he doesn't make the lead, I think he he he's kind of not the best to trust from off the pace. Exactly. I thought the outside post was was really the uh, the negative here. On yeah, it. that's the thing. But that's a, that's a horse that definitely has a big shot as well. So four two three for me. Two four. All right, race number two, the second half of the the early double here. Curtis, our sound effects are missing tonight but burnt <laughs> the lock of the night for me here coming in in race number two shadow of war 72 is that the morning night 72 72 shadow of war here uh broke good last time out across town of sanita pressure is the four to five favorite going into the into the lane there into the turn excuse me and then weakened badly to finish last but two things i like i like the good good gate speed i like that this horse pressured uh the pace 21 and four last time out across town and I like that it was only the first start. Now it mm -hmm. comes back here to Losal. Uh, it's essentially there's plenty of upside for a horse that's only race one. So Shadow of War is going to be my lock of the night in race number two. Yeah, I like Shadow of War. Uh, I picked him in the third spot. Uh, making his first start at Losal, that's the only reason. Uh, I'm going to throw him there in the third spot. Uh, I think he might need uh, a race over the nighttime oval at first. But, you know, was fairly bet there in that debut and, and was up there early. I ultimately went to the four-horse first stone here for Robert Lucas, uh, a horse that 
was chasing the pace early, uh, didn't close that well, uh, but did you know best the rest of the field. Uh, catches a fairly paceless field here, and I like the switch to Edgar Pires from Marcial Ramirez. I think that's a, a huge get. Uh, but you know this is a pretty wide open field here in a second. Yeah, so I'll I'll go three, four, and seven. The three is my lock of the night. The four first zone, like you mentioned, got got a got a good uh, educational run over the track. Edgar Pires and Robert Lucas, they've been winning races in bunches. Exactly. Uh, and so it's hard to, to go against them right now. And Nova Factum there on the outside, another one coming from across town of Sanita, uh, I think could, could actually uh, pop up with a big of a price there. So 3 4 7 for me being the 3, the lock of the night. Yeah, and I went uh, 4 1 3. Uh, the only one we didn't talk about was the, the one King of Leon. Uh, the horse is going to make a second start here, uh, 870 at Low Sal. Was closing last time, so hopefully. Uh, just a little more speed uh, can put him into the running, but draws along the inside. I, I think that could hurt him. Yeah, but we're in agreement that the lightly raced runners, races the runners three through seven, might have the edge over the one and two. Exactly. At least early on. All right, race number three here. Uh, rolling pick threes begin here in race number three. You can you can start winning race two as well, but race number three there, uh, you can start a new one. Four and a half furlongs, Sturbet conditional claimer, so four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars compact field of six. Who's your pick here? Uh, hopefully I can help out your price from earlier in the card. I'm going to go to the three confirm here to spice up What's the, the, morning the, the early pick four. Six to one for Ooh. confirm. First time uh, for Yannette. Uh, we know how good she's been yes. around the turn. Um, you know, it stays here at the at the $4,000 level, so I think that's good. Uh, didn't have to raise them up. I, I like the race, what is it, five outs back. It showed some speed at the $3,200 level. And she always gets these horses to, to show that early speed. So, you know, there's not a, a ton of early speed. The four Seattle encounter, you know, is going to be the main challenger here. But is coming off, it's, it's only going to be seven days in between races. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of that. And 31 to 60 days, Yannette's hitting at 50%. So I'm hopefully, uh, I'm hoping confirmed, uh, can just show off a little more early speed. Chris Russell usually would be on these horses. But as we said before, when he went down, uh, the other day, um, he's going to take a little time off. But Ulysses Gomez gets a uh, ride aboard. So hopefully he can just get this one to the front end. And uh, confirmed going to be my third choice. But, you know, talk about that that race. Gutsy Strick, the winner of that race, came back to win on Friday night at Los Al. Yes. I think Gutsy is on, on a four or five race win streak. Yeah, really hot right yeah, now. It's, it's, it's a very sharp runner. So confirmed there, 6-1. It's going to be Curtis's top pick. I'm going to go to the five, Great Bambino. Horsa has been good to my pockets there. Last time out. Uh, he got the job done at three to one. That's a check mark as well. So I'm gonna go right back to this one. Uh, can show plenty of speed. I like the 51 and one final clocking there. Uh, broke fast, dueled, shook off the the main uh, horse that put pressure on him, and then held off a late charge from Astutely. I thought it was a very good effort for this five-year-old gelding. So I'm gonna go to the five, right back. I'll go five, one, three. I'll support the the Chuck Creese barn here along the inside. Okay. Are, are you supporting the Chuck Freeze Barn in here or no? I, I did pick him second. Okay, okay. There I, you. I, I did throw yeah. him in there. Chris, but I yeah. do want to play. You know, that's why I went for the price because I think Chris is cooking is beatable. Chris, Chris is cooking there. What's the morning line Chris is cooking? Two to one. Right, two to one there along the inside. A horse that it's going to be rolling late. That's for sure. Yep. But how good of a trip can he work out from that rail? That is the question for me. So I'm picking the five on top. The one is going to be rallying from off the pace. And then confirm is my third choice there. I think Yanni Rodriguez is going to have this one ready to go. So. Five, one, and three for me. Yeah, I went three, uh, one. Chris is cooking there in second. You know, takes a little drop in class down again. Uh, 
Pyrex just needs to get this horse earlier into the race. I, I'm not liking the early speed so far. So, should be rolling late, but can he run some down? Then I went to the six, love your life. Uh, came back to low sal at night last time. Didn't show a whole lot of early speed, but before that, the daytime mobile was very competitive and has been exiting some strong races, and I like the outside draw, so I think might be overlooked here. All right, recap, I'll go 513. 3-1-6. All right, race number four, the start of the pick six here in race number four with the nine-race program. Field of seven, four-and-a-half thoroughbreds, conditional claimers, 3,200 is the claiming tag. Who's the morning line favorite here, Curtis? The morning line favorite's going to be the three horses, Stutely at... Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's going to be the number four, Lion's Luck, two to one for Keith Craigmile. Stutely is five to two. So uh, Stutely there. So the two favorites are run right next to each other. Salah's Diamond, the horse you did not include oh, last God. week for that pick four. Yeah, we didn't talk. About <laughs> that got edited out of our, our <laughs> yeah, second did. Show, but it did. Yeah, you asked me who my lock was, and it was Changing Karma. Yep. Then I went to the Lynn Melton horse in the second. Yep. And then uh, I was all against my dad's uh, horse, Rimditch. Because stop and pop. Like pop and stop. Five, so yeah. I, I put in three horses, leave out Salah's Diamond, go four deep in the last. I missed Salah's Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> in the rim ditch race. I checked the one to five. The pick four ends up paying fourteen hundred oh, wow. and all because I wouldn't pay four more dollars, maybe Man. a sixteen dollar ticket, Man. I miss out. Yeah. So you need don't a, get cheap everybody. You need an appointment with the Bad Beat Terrace for that one. <laughs> so tell me, who are you gonna pick on top here in race number four? You know, I'm I'm usually against Grass Runner going uh four and a half. Yeah. But I just don't think there's a whole lot of uh speed in this field. And I, I can see this horse getting away on the front end because Lions Luck, uh there's not a whole lot of speed there. His stock last time was only down a length and a half, but you know didn't show a lot of early speed there. And then the three astutely, same thing, is going to have to sit a stop yeah. trip. So I'm thinking uh, Grass Runner can just get away on the front end, and hopefully uh, Kelly McDade getting back aboard, you're going to get the weight break. Uh, does draw the outside. Uh, I hope it doesn't have to be too hard used, but hopefully Grass Runner can uh, clear fairly quickly and have some for the rest. So we, I think we're we're going to be in agreement. I like four, three, seven in that okay. order. Lions locked there. I thought it was a sharp win last time out. It was only a four-horse field, but I like how he kind of hopped out of the start. He chased the lead, uh, steady going into the turn, and then once the rail opened, he really showed up uh, with a good energy to, to win going away. Uh, so I like the effort for Lions Lock. So I'll go four, three, and seven. The three suitly is going to be running running from, from off the pace. Second to Great Bambino, the horse I like in race number three, and Grass Runner there. Kelly McDade with the apprentice allowance. Gets back aboard. I think Grass Runner is going to show plenty of speed from that outside draw. So, uh, not real creative. I think it's between those three horses, four, three, and seven. Yeah, just a little bit different order. I'm going to go seven, three, four. Yeah, nothing much more to add in race number four. Race number five here. Uh, quarter horse and thoroughbreds going to 870. Is there a quarter horse in this field? No. Uh, All no. thoroughbreds. Field of six. But it might look. Did I look at the morning line correct on this one? When, when's the last time we've seen a morning line this low for a horse? Uh, you don't see it very often. I mean, uh, one to five to beat, but he likes to leave just a little meat yeah, on the bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, uh, so I, I'm pretty sure we're both in agreement. The two, uh, do you have the two on top? Yeah, it's it's, okay. it's no, no, no yeah, contest. Hardcore here. troubadour here, yeah. sitting at one to five, just been racing against much tougher, uh, just a ton of speed. Ton of speed. Yeah, Parasil, the five, is probably going to try and challenge really, but I don't think there's any way that no. uh, they're going to try and give Hardcore Troubadour enough trouble that he loses this race. No, I mean, it, it's 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 his race to lose. I mean, he went 44-85 the last time he went 870 here on the grounds, beating Big Champion. 
uh, who went, went on to win a stakes in Northern California, I believe so. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look look at this look at this horse for for Edward Freeman, owner and trainer, twenty eighteen, ten stars, three wins, hundred thousand dollars in earnings. I mean, that's that's a gift. just in twenty eighteen. That's amazing. I mean, I mean, I I would love to own one of these horses. Oh, I mean, you you, you're talking you're about you're talking about a horse that has been racing here at Los Al, went to Santa Anita, went to Del Mar, Golden Gate. I mean, Fred, even one at Fresno. Yep. And you're earning a hundred thousand dollars in twenty eighteen with this horse. I mean, just a round of applause to Edward Freeman to getting this one to six figures here by running in these kind of races. Yeah, this horse is just a gamer. When you can ship them all over, uh, no matter what track it is, uh, they're just gonna run. Uh, it, it's just a testament to, to how gritty this horse is. So I think he's going to be pretty tough here. Uh, like I said, going to the five, Parasil, uh, who has proven that uh, he, he likes the nighttime oval here. He's yep. only run twice here, uh, has two wins. He's going to try and challenge early. Uh, probably just going to have to hold on for second. And then for third, I went to the six, Quantum Force, uh, who was returning to the nighttime surface last time after showing speed in the daytime oval. Uh, I think it was just a, a little too much speed there in that 870 race, but it should show a little more here from the outside post. So we disagree on the under horses. I like okay. 2 4 1. I like the win from Kenny Benny, two starts back, defeating the quarter horse rate, run raking Rhino Run and uh, Crystal. Crystal came to run a, came back to run a disappointing third last night here at Los on Friday night. Uh, but Applehorn was a horse that never breaks, mm-hmm. didn't break all that well last time, and still got the job done there at uh, at. Uh, pretty. I was surprised how low this horse was. It was five to one last time out. He got the job done. Uh, so if he ever breaks, he's gonna be in the mix. So I'll go two, four, and one. Yeah, I think Alpenhorn will be pretty good. Uh, I just I know Ciafino Pasadena was a, yeah. a horse uh, my dad used to have. So beating that one, uh, I didn't know how strong of a race it was, but definitely looked good after that slow start. Now that you remember, I don't know if you, uh, you know, you told me a story last week. We were talking off air, but. Uh, it's it's one of those things where, uh, but remember when uh, I think you told me that your dad got a text from a Bejarano's agent. Yeah. Like I want to ride back your horse. Yeah. Then we went back, went back and turned back the clock. Uh, you know sometimes it's one of the things when I when I when I see a low profile rider riding a barn that doesn't have the usual big number stables or is not a big stakes barn, you're like, this horse is live. Yeah. Right. When you see a top rider. Yeah. All right. So why don't you tell us that story of that one time. <laughs> That uh, the great Lafitte Pinkai wanted to ride a horse for your dad. Yeah, it was uh, it was toward the the end of Lafitte Pinkai's career. You mm-hmm. know, uh, my dad was running some at Santa Anita, and I remember he came up to to my dad and he, he told him like, "Hey Chuck, why don't you why don't you put me on something?" Yeah. And you know, it, it was a it was a good horse, yeah. you know, sound horse, nothing yeah. wrong with yeah. it. And my dad just said, Lafitte, I can't put you on my horse. If something, sh- if something should happen and you get in an accident and it's caused by me, I'll never be able to live it down. So he was like, thank you for the offer, but, uh, you know, you can keep riding for the other guys. So, see, that that goes into in play. Like, sometimes, you, you know, we don't see what goes on behind the scenes, but there's things that happen where, perfect example, a top, one of the most legendary riders in the game, He's asking your dad, hey, put me on something. Your dad's yeah. like, no, please, no. Yeah. No, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just had, he just had so much respect for it. I think yeah. my dad would have been, that probably would have been the most nervous yeah. he ever was for a race if I, he had Lafitte, uh, Lafitte Pinkai up I, in the saddle. Yeah, I can imagine. It's just it's just one of those things. So, what, you know, what, it's one of my angles. When I see a high-profile rider riding for a, a low-profile barn, especially at a bigger circuit, it's, it's an automatic use for me. 
uh, if yeah. I'm playing exotics or whatever. It's just one of those things where, especially at a price. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we were just talking that um, Bejarano like offered to ride back a horse that your dad claimed or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, just claimed it last week, and you know, uh, Bejarano's agent I guess texted back and said like, "Oh, we would love to." So it's kind of making my dad feel better. <laughs> you know, he's been running a lot better over at Santa. Yeah. You know, I looked yesterday and uh, he had a third uh, with a, hor- a twirling tiger. I, or, I believe. Yes. Was, uh, was something like that? And he had Tyler Bay's aboard. Yeah. I always tell him to ride his man Stuart Elliott. Yeah, yeah. I like Stuart yeah, Elliott. He, he always uh, tries hard for my dad, and uh, and he's had the most success with him. But yeah, I mean, anytime you can get those guys, it's just an added bonus. They're they're always so good. Yeah, that just came to mind, so I, I, I felt we wanted to share that. Sorry. <laughs> All right, race number six, the start of the Lake Pick Four. We're getting close to to uh, to post time here on Saturday, so we'll rapid fire through the last four races here. All right, race number six, hundred yard dash, Curtis, field of six. This is this has always been an interesting one. You know, Charter Flight was my lock of the night like three times in a row or something. Mm-hmm. He finally got the job done last time out. Yeah. At seven to one, he draws the outside post. Are you picking him on top? I'm going to the red hot Vinny. Yes, just, I mean just I keep breaking these horses I mean, out yeah. of the gate as good as anybody. I even uh, better than Ayala right now. I believe Ayala yes. hasn't been riding no. up to par with what we've seen lately, but. I'm going right back to him. Uh, draws the outside. Like we said, Vinny's uh, been breaking these horses better than anybody out of the gate, so I'm just going to fire right back to Charter Flight. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not gonna go off of a Charter Flight. Uh, I'm going to stick on the outside there. 6-4-1 is going to be my top three. Remember the dash here, dropping in class. Alberto Zepeda can get him out of the gate as well. And this horse, once upon a time, qualified to the Golden State Million Futurity yeah. uh, in 2017. So he's up for grabs for $20,000. we will see if there's any takers. So uh, she's going to be uh, breaking from post number four. And I'll go to the inside. Tell her she's first. Ayala, Paul Jones, was a favorite last time out against Charter Flight. And was the game winner three starts back going 100 yards. So uh, nothing wrong with that. So 6-4-1 for me. Yeah, right there with you. Like uh, the six and then the one tell her she's first. Already won uh, 200 yard dashes. Second to Charter Flight last time. And then the four member to dash. I mean... Not a whole lot of strategy in here. You're just trying to pick the horses that can get out of the game. That's it. That's it. All right, race number seven. Burnt lock of the night for Curtis coming in in race number seven. Curtis, who's your lock? I'm going to go to the seven. Best is here Ooh. for Justin Joyner and Ramon Sanchez. Uh, but, yeah, I was just looking. They haven't won a race together yet, and I'm surprised at that. I know. So hopefully we can get this one and be 10%. Wait, did, did, did he win on Friday? Oh, no, that was for... Jose Flores, I think. Yeah. yeah. And and so, uh, you know, I like the, the first start at Los Al to mm-hmm. my mystery lover who came back yes. and uh, ran a big one against uh, my lock last week, Unlimited. Uh, the horse ran really good. Did make up a little ground last time. Uh, so I think just, uh, you know, went to the fraternity trial the next time and uh, bumped and just had nothing against those horses, Mr. A Political. So drops in here for a claiming price down to 12.5. Uh, class relief you did uh should do this horse some good uh, i do like the seven I, I, I have the seven for my third choice what's the morning line on beth this three to one three to one all right three to one on best is my top pick is going to be the six fire and fury here for juan Alamán. carlos huerta uh has been the beating favorite the last two starts but uh was a game second last time i just missed him by head when dropping in for attack for the first time uh was well clear the third place finisher um just ran ran into a better horse that night but that effort uh, if that effort is repeated in this spot he's going to be a top contender so i'll go six eight and seven the eight stilts here jaime gomez jose nicasio broke clean last time out was in contention early and was just tired 
in the last final yards. Uh, I got to think the, the cutback from 350 to 300 in the dropping class is going to put this one right in the mix of things. What's the morning on in the eight? Seven to two. Oh, that's well. All right, so I'll go six, eight, and uh, for everything you mentioned, the seven is going to be my third choice. So six, eight, and seven for me. Yeah, same numbers, a little different order. Seven, six, eight. Uh, is there any long shot underneath that you'd like to bet? Uh, I kind of like the one, Winged Jazz. Okay. Uh, you know, came from out of state, and first time out, you know, off slow and bumped, and the second time was, was trying to lug out there uh, in the fraternity trials, and is going to, you know, take the, the cut down to 12-5. Uh, draws along the inside. I like the jock switch from Rodolfo Arvizu to Cesar Dale. It is a nine horse field, so uh, I'll go. I'll go with the three as my other horse in the supers. There, I thought it, first time gelding, second time off the layoff has a workout in Zen. Uh, that's an interesting horse for me for for my other kind of trifecta and superfecta. So, all right, race number eight. There's two races left. You know what time it is. The late daily double. We got a field of seven here. Quarter horse is going three hundred yards for a claiming tag of ten thousand dollars. Curtis, who's your pick here? I'm going to try and beat Boxcar Willie. Okay. I'm going to go to the two, Snooty Socialite. I like the four to one on this horse. Uh, it's been competitive in the past, been running against Famous and Hot, mm -hmm. Yashira Vista, Chowchilla Chickadee, actually beat a political lady down yes. the, uh, further down the form. I uh, like that it takes the class drop from 16 down to 10. Actually won for 16 two outs ago. So uh, hopefully can mind its gate manners, was fractious last time and broke out. So with a clean trip, isn't that dreaded two post we yes. always talk about? Bermuda Triangle. But as long as uh, this horse can get away cleanly, I think it can be pretty tough for 10000 Well, you know me. I've been zigging and zagging with Barkshire Willie. Okay. I was on him two starts back, cashed. Yes. I was off him two starts back, beat him. Okay. I'm back on Barkshire Willie tonight. Ooh. He's going to be my check mark here from post number four. I am worried about, you know, being drawn against a couple of horses that can get out of the gate. Yes. So I'm picking him on top, but... You know, it's not like he's a, an absolute lock for me. I would uh, I would go four, seven, three here. Watch me fly by on the outside for Danny Montes and Julio de la Torre. Uh, just draw a line through that effort last time out going 100 yards. The race two starts back was more of a better indication of the, what this horse can do. I mean, she faced one of the strongest allowance fields of the year. Exactly. Maggie Durant, Miss Jess Knockout, one secret winner. Uh, I thought it was a valiant effort there finishing fifth. In that trial, is that, fifteen thirty eight the fastest time of the year? I mean, it's got to be pretty it's, close. It's got to be really, really close there for watch me for that allowance for Maggie Durant. So I'll go for the seven for my second choice, draw on the outside, and then I'll go to the three a political gamble for third there. I just think the cutback of the distance, the dropping class is going to help. She's uh, he's always been a gilding that was bred to be good. Yes, showing a little bit of talent at times, but just never really gets out of the gate consistently well. To really warrant some respect. So I'm banking that tonight could be a good night for a political gamble. So four, seven, and three for me. Yeah, I went uh, two, four, uh, and then the one. I'm going to go to Gone, Gone Away. Ah. It's going to be eight to one yeah. down along the inside. You know, one last time for 62.50. Really nice. Broke out and bumped it and finished out well. Huge strides. But it's going to go up to the $10,000 yeah. level. But the one thing, you know, it's a family owned horse. You yes. Efren Viramontes, yeah. Rodolfo Viramontes, ridden. Uh, what's the Armando? Armando Armando yeah, Armando yeah. Okay. So family on horse, they only run this horse yes. when it's ready to go. Yes. So you know that this horse is going to be at the top of its game. So yep. I like the 8-1. to one. It's drawn along the inside. Shouldn't get into too much trouble. 
just a step up in class might be a little too much, but we'll see if he can fire out a price. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. It's definitely a tricky race for me. So race number eight there, I'll go four, seven, three, one for me. I went two, four, one. All right. Race number nine, the featured event, the Los Alamitos Super Derby, grade one, $925,000 plus is a purse. The winner also earns a berth in the champion of champions. Is this the night that Kavian Corona loses his undefeated record here, Los uh, You know, I, I tried to beat him last time. Yes. But I'm gonna go with wow. him. Wow, okay. Just be, he drew the outside. Yes, I mean you can't you can't fault him. I he, I've always tried to beat these horses, you know, I I I beat him in Rio Doso, uh, but he came back. I thought maybe he would have um trouble first time at Los Al, but he looked just as good as ever. Uh he beat Call Me Cole, uh who who's a really tough runner. Ramon Sanchez never lost on the horse. I I just I can't pick against him. Yeah, it's gonna be tough to try to beat him, but I'm gonna pick against him. Okay. But I'm not getting very creative. I'm picking the dinosaur, the T Rex. Oh, you're going the to Clydesdale, the Clydesdale quarter horses, just the cartel. Okay. Uh, who looked like an absolute lock last time out, got upset by Isaac Figured. Yes. But I thought there was more in the tank. I yeah. thought they felt, you know, were good enough to qualify. Uh, you know, he you know, the the winner. You can't take anything away from the winner that night, but I think tonight's tonight. This is why they supplemented. They wanted to get into the final, and tonight's tonight. They want to find out what they got. So I'm picking Jessica Cartel on top, KV and Corona for second, and the Speedy out of the gate, Mooney Blues for third. You know, you, you can't you can't ignore her gate speed. You can't ignore how well she looked winning the PC Grace Ray Bridges Derby. Mm-hmm. Jose Nicasio, great gate rider, takes over. It's going to be a fun, fun Super Derby. I'll go six, ten, and nine. I'm going to try and go a little bit different underneath. Okay. I'm going to go to the four, Call Me Cole, who All I right, uh, yeah. recently talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the horse I thought ran a really nice second to KV and Corona. He got bumped both sides at the start, lugged out, and, and still went 1976. So I think this horse is on the comeback trail, only making its third start of 2018. So I think he has every right to improve. Then I'm going to go to the two, Black Friday. Ooh. was ultra impressive. Are you worried about the, the lugging in? Are you worried about that? Well, at least we're only in the two hole. Yeah, that so is he, true. <laughs> he can't go that far That over, is true. But he just looks so good. I would love this horse a lot more if he did uh, have an outside post. I think that's why I put him in the third spot. But he has run well. He, you know, he uh, three up back, just got beat uh, by a nose from J-Fire up there in a derby trial. But I think this horse is uh, double tough. Yeah, he's been really uh, sharp right now. He's sitting at six to one, so... I like his chances as well. It's going to be a fun Super Derby. The winner also earns their berth into the champion of champions. Looking forward to it. Curtis, we got to go back, get back to work. Yep. It's almost post time for Saturday's races. So we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.